0: I um. Yeah. What? You what? Well, I kind of like I left it mostly on purpose. Like I was like, eh, it's a bottle of Andre.
1: Right. I mean, I just, it's, it's I just, worthless. I just want to make if you bring it home. You'll just drink it all by yourself and then feel guilty. So, might as well oh, leave never, it. Leave it here for I me. I don't feel guilty. This is the two girls talking podcast. That's not even what. feel sad. We
0: just, Yeah, sad slash start a fight. I guess it's hard to distinguish different emotions now, so everything's either just guilt or sadness,
1: well, I guess. Well, okay, so here's some thoughts I have about feelings. Good thing I've hit record. Uh, A, it is common that any feeling you have actually, like, goes down to some basal feeling. Like, for me, there's always, like, this level of guilt. Um, But also, it is good to identify your feelings. I've been spending a lot of time with children, and we do a lot of talking about feelings instead of just having a tantrum. It's like, okay, let's have a conversation. Let's use our words. Let's identify. And Amelia, who's two and has very emotional siblings, um, basically has had just as much, like, feelings training as she has any other kind of training. So now that she's, like, really into complete sentences... (laughs) When she throws a tantrum, she's a two-year-old, so she does that. She'll be like, I'm angry, and stomp out of the room, and it's so funny. So, you know, you're right on track.
0: Yes, the two-year-old's outpacing me in verbalization. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't think I often feel guilt. I often feel like I have to reason my way into feeling guilt um, I feel like it's just a subset of like feeling bad or feeling sad or angry like I feel like sad and angry are really basic ones but guilt is so nuanced
1: well yeah like in the movie did you see the movie Inside Emotions, Out is that what it's yes. called Inside Out the feelings movie yes um, yeah they, they don't have a guilt one they do right. have shame or do they have disgust, disgust. which is yeah. like part of shame I guess I guess. That still feels so nuanced. I can't remember. I read an article about it that made me feel smart, but that was a long time ago, so.
0: Now I'm not smart anymore.
1: Well, I'm smart about something else. I hope.
0: (laughs) My real emotions, not the animated ones. Uh.
1: I do have a lot of thoughts about my real emotions.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I believe it. That's
1: what happens when you go to therapy twice a week for three years.
0: Let me text John to turn his Japanese soap opera down. Although maybe he's trying to drown out the sound of me saying how I never feel guilty and how I feel sad. Well, then he
1: probably shouldn't listen to our podcast. Oh, he doesn't. Don't worry.
0: He told me that he tried to listen to it, but then it was just us talking. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. No one wants that. I get it.
1: Somebody asked me in a Facebook group... So I was like, there's this Facebook group that's for people who are entrepreneurs on the road. And I was like doing a little like thing. You would have loved it about how like I'm making money from this gig, from this conference I'm running and how it's such a better situation for me than like when I used to work full time for people who took advantage of me. So now I get to do the things I like, but on my timeline and I get paid the same amount of money. And so I was posting it as this like brag slash encouragement um
0: mm-hmm. <clears throat> a brag begr- a braggadging
1: right like like most of my statements they're either self-deprecating or they're bragging it's so self-deprecating
0: that it turns back around again on itself and becomes like a miasma of self-pleasure well the yes. funny
1: thing is whenever anyone tries to like give me credit for stuff then I turn self-deprecating and it's not that I can't take a compliment i'm oh, like oh no i'm a i'm a trash can sorry <laughs> let me light myself on fire it's don't a- love me <laughs> No, it's not that I can't take a compliment. I'm just like, you're missing the great thing about me. The fact that I can buy trash online for a good price, like, that's not anything to write home about.
0: Right. No, it's like, here, let me educate you as to why I'm actually brilliant and beautiful and perfect. Right. And then your compliment can get really specific and accurate. But I don't want this generic compliment about um, buying party supplies. Thank you.
1: Right. Just that's a human being activity, buying party supplies. Not a, oh my God,
0: you're so creative that I could note about myself. I need something more specific if you're gonna get involved. Thank
1: you. That's just basic and... human decency being able to buy things for a good price. That's how my mother <laughs> raised me. Let's be honest. It's just good old-fashioned frugality handed down from the depression era, generation to generation, okay? Like let's not let's not talk soup cans. am I right? I don't know what that means, but I'm so on board. I went down a tangent, and now I don't remember what we were saying.
0: We were talking about emotions, how we have them, what our thoughts are. Yeah. Bleak. <laughs> Bleak is how our thoughts are, I'd say. Well, this is a cheery episode. Maybe we can do something to activate the joy mechanism. I
1: have a couple ideas. First, I have to introduce you to our listeners. I wasn't able to do it last week because I got too sick.
0: Oh, maybe I'll hear some very specific compliments in this introduction, but I kind of doubt it. So,
1: so, um, the Two Girls Talking podcast show, which is what you're listening to, surprise!
0: <laughs> it is going to be surprising for you, don't worry.
1: <laughs> is hosted by me, Abigail, and my uh, lovely, beautiful, smart co-host, Amanda. That's me. That's me. Who is a 30-something young lady. Living in, living in, and loving Los Angeles <laughs> for better, nice. or for
0: worse. Nice callbacks, yep.
1: Um, and she works at a tech startup. She's been working in tech for several years. Um, and then she also moonlights as a screenwriter. She's had several movies. She's written a billion screenplays. She's had two of them actually made into whole movies with people in them and actors, and you can watch them on your favorite streaming service. Or email her and maybe she'll send you a link because I can't. Yes. I can't keep up with you know, licensing stuff, <laughs> and it keeps changing. There was some big shakeups recently. So exactly, we've got big shakeups now. in the screenplay world of Amanda Mikey. <laughs>
0: Uh, We do have some good progress, actually, this past couple weeks, which is encouraging, so we'll see. It's a little update for you.
1: Cool. Well, keep us teased on that posting. I mean, posted on that teasing. Just do something, you know? She's really into plants and other inanimate objects. Um, She loves starting fights, especially on Facebook. That's like her favorite place to really troll about um whether for pleasure or for uh war crimes
0: yep just kind of whatever just always looking for one when i see it i just know what it is you know like maybe you don't have a good fight in mind but you're cruising along and then you're like this is the fight that i was meant to have today and then you engage you know
1: yeah like lately the political climate has and the uh Virality of fake news has made a lot of people rethink their engagement with social media and scale back and choose to um, maybe limit their exposure to things that make them feel emotional rage. Amanda leans into that. She it would take a lot. I would for say her to no. unf- it would take a lot for her to unfollow someone because she's just so delights oh, yes. in pointing out how they're wrong.
0: Yeah, there's somebody that I've been working on a long-term project of at least four months, I'd say, where every time they post anything, I post an upside-down emoji smiley face, like, as wait, soon as I can. Wait.
1: Here's my yes, yes, no moment. Uh-huh. What is the upside-down smiley emoji? I don't get it. So. What does it mean? Why does it exist?
0: To me, it's the same thing as when someone says something really dumb. Wait, and you how just... can
1: you describe how, how it even looks? I can't even picture it now.
0: Okay, so it's just a smiley face, but it's upside
1: down. The Literally whole just, thing is upside. down. The whole thing is just rotated 180 so degrees, eyes like are flipped at the over. Bottom. Yeah. Like if you took yeah. a smiley face cookie and turned it around. And just
0: turned it around. Yep. Okay. So the eyes are at the bottom. It's just a regular smiley face is just flipped completely 180 okay. degrees.
1: All right. And what does it mean?
0: So to me, what I think it means is, um, like, when someone says something really dumb, or you know that you have the right fact and they have the wrong fact. And they say something, and then you're about to speak, and you just have a look on your face of like, smi- you're just smiling it's at them.
1: Smug, just the smuggest bug.
0: Yeah, just smug correctness, waiting for your chance to obliterate their dumbness. So you've you know. been,
1: so you've been sharing this, you've been commenting this. But also, it's reg. kind of like, it's also like if someone says something really
0: obvious, I think that you can pop it in there also and be like, oh, okay, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Like that's that kind of vibe. So is, I that, get it. is it
1: always dicky?
0: I think so. I've never found a good use for it. That's not completely dickish, but I mean, I could make every emoji kind of dickish. So who knows? Well,
1: Yeah, that's that's the fun of emoji. Sporkful yeah. recently did an episode on how emojis get made because they're mm-hmm. like upset. They're like we need more food emojis, obviously.
0: Well, there's like 120 new emojis coming in the next update. Did you hear about this?
1: Yeah. So they create 120 new emojis every year. So the whole episode, there's a train. Sorry, the whole episode is not a train, a plane.
0: Is how the traditional plane noise? Yes, (laughs) like a ghost. Jeez,
1: (laughs) it's like basically how do they decide? What the new ones are gonna be, and who decides, and all of that, and uh, the emoji council. There, there is some postulation about what the emoji council looks like. Uh, There's a theory about everyone's wearing robes in various colors, which I love as an idea. Some sort of emoji cult, rainbow cult.
0: Um, they're wearing necklaces with large emblems with their favorite emoji on the front of it, or maybe the emoji they pioneered.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, and they can like, uh, kind of like Care Bears, they can hold the necklace up and then it creates some sort of superpower. so dumb. (laughs) I'm just saying. I think, I think we've cracked it. That's really dumb. Uh Uh-huh. Did you finish
0: introducing me or did I start talking about hateful things? I said you like trolling people on Facebook. Which set me off on a gale of a flurry of activity, if you will.
1: Yeah, then we got on an emoji tangent. Um. Mm -hmm. I said you write screenplays and you work in tech and you troll on Facebook and you like plants. Am I missing anything?
0: Um, I mean, I love ice cream. Uh,
1: yeah, I could talk about your hobbies. All right, ice cream. There. Okay, that's about it. Yep. Uh, forgetting to charge your phone. <sighs> it's
0: so. It has so <laughs> little. It has so little battery right now. Even let's see. It's completely. It's like on the red. How do I show you this? Yep. Oh, yeah. Accurate. Why don't
1: you have it tell you the percentage?
0: I do normally. I don't know why it doesn't, like, it doesn't do that unless, I don't know. It I does normally. charging
1: and then it stopped. That's worrisome. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh man. They turned off my power. Hang on. i got to send a text. I'm, uh, <clears throat> parked, you know, on a residential street. I'm in the trailer and I've got an extension cord running to the house for power, which is charging the computer, which doesn't have enough battery to not be plugged in and i just noticed that nothing's charging anymore which means they hit the light switch that controls my power so this might be a shorter podcast than we uh, originally
0: well we've covered everything important which is mainly like talking about me my hobbies my interests what else is there to podcast about really i feel like i should say that i don't just like ice cream i have a lot of opinions about ice cream and about the best kinds of ice cream and what good ice cream is. And I feel like I've tried to go to every single place in LA to try all the ice creams.
1: Sometimes I try to explain to people how you love ice cream. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know someone who likes ice cream. And I'm like, no, you don't. Uh, so think about try someone. Again. I'm like, think about someone who has a favorite food and how they feel about that food. Okay, it's like that. But then combine it with someone who loves something and you just like have never loved fan. any like a sports fan that imagine like,
0: somebody really cares about sports and follows all the teams and like yes. loves to watch every game and has to watch every game and they can't talk about anything else. And That's they like try. Well
1: on dating profiles when any in when your dating profile is four sentences and one of the sentences is go Dodgers I'm like, Oh, I don't think we're gonna oh, work out.
0: This is gonna be sad for you and I, bad for me.
1: I enjoy a hobby just as much as the next person and I support you in your dreams. But, like, you've got four sentences, if that's one of yours. I'm not saying you should change. I'm just saying we would never be happy in a relationship. Right. There would be
0: some sadness. Yeah, I was taking a look at the old Facebook profile the other day, and uh, apparently all I say is, I live in Los Angeles. I like ice cream. Those were the only two things that I felt was important to share about myself on Facebook.
1: Wait, is that the thing? Hey, those are accurate. B is that the thing where it's like what's your facebook headline
0: something like that yeah it's like on the sidebar i didn't even remember filling it out but apparently that's the thing that i filled out and nothing else
1: i can't like i feel like anything i would put in there just makes me sound like an asshole who like
0: oh yeah no mine's terrible
1: like i feel like no matter what you put in there it just comes across as self-important or dopey like you put in your Mm -hmm. job title and then you look dopey
0: I'm an INFJ. Like, oh, what? Kill me. Like, can you imagine? Ugh. Proud I mean, mommy to two littles. <laughs> uh, mommy, wifey. <laughs> uh,
1: it's like, I don't mind any of those identities. It's the declaration on your Facebook headline that, like, kind of just. No. Like,
0: almost always whatever you are is fine the way in which you choose to convey what you are to me is the thing that i hate is your expression of yourself
1: which is bad we should just let people be who they are and you know i know just like just like on the dating profile just be like yeah good for you go dodgers we won't be in a relationship but that's fine do you man
0: no i i i almost always am like i celebrate your personhood far away from me
1: i celebrate your personhood Far away from me. Mm hmm. Alright, so I think we I think we just talked I think we covered the ice cream pretty like I think Thoroughly. You, you really described yeah. it in a very down to earth way.
0: If any of you want to talk ice cream, get at me. Two girls talking club.
1: We have a website, it has a comment form.
0: Write whatever you want in the box, we'll read it.
1: <laughs> yes. I should just change it to comment form. Yes
0: feelings box write your feelings in this box
1: oh i love that i
0: know right put your feelings here send them away you won't have to worry about them anymore we get to deal with them i wish i had a feelings box
1: i was gonna make a joke about bulimia that's (laughs) that's what the toilet's for (laughs) Uh, well it's first the fridge is your feelings
0: box and once you get all of your feelings out feelings out of the feelings box and eat them all then they have to go then you gotta
1: put them into the feelings box you have to purge your feelings if you will i know
0: that's so horrible i know oh everyone that we're not laughing We're, we're it's yeah okay
1: we all have our various disorders
0: we probably should rename this the Two Horrible Girls Talking Podcast. I think that's I mean what, that's kind of
1: implied by Yeah, by two girls talking. I feel like toxic masculinity have suggested that anytime two women talk, it's horrible. So
0: uh, Bush, my friend, our friend at work, um suggested that we should call it the two white girls talking podcast. And I was like, the name's kind of implied. Like I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. What's happening I
1: I do um I do feel like in podcast world it's it's assumed that you're white if you're blogging uh also there is a podcast called like two black girls or something like that it's a very like anytime i search our podcast theirs comes up and they have way more listeners than us uh we're not competing we totally support them and
0: coasting off their efforts a little bit
1: Sure. There's SEO.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm sure a lot of people
1: are finding us by searching them and then being like, oh, maybe I'll try these white girls. Don't listen to our podcast. These two ladies
0: uh, talking about ice cream, that's way more important than (laughs) everything else. Nope. Please, go listen to the Two Black Girls Talking podcast, please.
1: Two Black Girls is what it's called.
0: I thought it was called Two Black Girls Talking. Let me check we gotta get to the bottom of this. This brand identity confusion is really like throwing a wrench in our day.
1: Podcasts, search,
0: and we're gonna narrate the entire process so just, nobody gets lost along the way. Uh, I just make sure we're being very clear about. What's oh, happening. two
1: brown girls. Mm. Is one. Oh, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Two brown girls. Okay. Yeah. No, but there's, so there's another podcast that's new called Two Girls True Crime that has like stolen our SEO. Uh, Well, because true crime's all the rage. Yeah. But I like immediately knew True Girls, Two Girls True Crime. I was like, oh yeah, they're white girls.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. They're trying to, they're trying to coast off my favorite murder.
1: Of course they are. Just two girls talking murder.
0: Two Girls True Crime is the most SEO name I've ever heard in my life, by the way.
1: It's, pretty, it's
0: pretty. uh Women, uh, yammering, uh, food.
1: Oh, they've got some bad reviews.
0: <gasps> well, you got to do it because you love murder. You can't do it just to like cash in on the murder craze.
1: Someone says, dreadful, two minutes, nine seconds in, unlistenable.
0: Is that our latest review as well? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I saw the scariest thing on Facebook ever, dude. It was an ad for something called like Hunt the Killer, and it's some sort of like box. That. Oh yeah, it's a box subscription box.
1: Yeah, I have okay about I have like hunting a serial killer. Yeah, yeah they're like, are you into true crime? You'll love this like mis- murder mystery subscription yeah. box. And it was I'm so like, scary. You know what? and weird. A little too far. Like, there's one thing really? to have a murder mystery party that's like kitschy and themed like the game Clue. But right. I feel like when you take that experience, like the costume glamour situation, and or like uh, what's that ride at the Tower of Terror, right? Like that sort of vibe, right? And then you combine mm-hmm. it with a true crime fascination, then I feel like you are romanticizing- Yeah, you're like yeah. romanticizing like awful, awful, awful things.
0: Like you want to like dwell in it too much or something. I just or felt it's really- a, Or it's out. a
1: sport. yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I think that's part of what kind of bothers me sometimes about all the crime stuff is when, especially like Criminal Minds and so forth, which I had to stop watching because it became too, it's just too much. It's like too much dwelling in it and too much like reveling in it kind of like, ugh, murders. It's like, this is a bad thing. We shouldn't like be that into it.
1: Right. It's a, it's a line. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. I love about um my favorite murder is I feel like they, t- well, first of all, they're hilarious. And they're not like capitalizing on murder, but they do a lot of talking about safety um and justice. Yes. And like how the laws are and how they could be better, et cetera. Um, and I think that is a really important way to use a true crime true crime fascination or whatever. Um anyway. Well, now that we got to the
0: bottom of that.
1: I've solved that case. Ugh, case closed. Case closed. Bring on my next murder box. I have a topic. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's my. That's my transition. Okay. I have a topic. It's called children. We had a birthday uh, party yesterday.
0: Do we have to talk about children? I feel like they're the root of all
1: problems. Yeah, let's talk about it.
0: All right. We had a birthday yesterday. Go on.
1: Uh so it was Ellie, it was a birthday party for all three kids. Ellie's six, Jacob's four, Amelia is a big O2. two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they did a group party and there was a bounce house and a lot of people.
0: There was a lot of people. It was kind of overwhelming. I showed up early to help out and like do some favors and this and that. And, yeah, because like, we of course involved
1: favors. ourselves in the crafty aspects of this production. <laughs>
0: Yes, mainly so we could benefit from the food aspects of this production. Which
1: was quite which, the benefit, I will oh, say. it was quite the
0: little banquet.
1: I do, like, it's, I haven't been to, like, a kid's party in forever. I go to, like, grown-up parties where it's, like, either I was too lazy to make something and here's this tasty pellet from Trader Joe's, or I made something and it's fancy. Here's this tasty, like, bacon-wrapped asparagus. All of which I like, but, you know, you can't compete with a full-blown family-style potluck with, like, a billion bowls of chips, like, French onion dip. I mean, I haven't had a good, like, sit down with French onion dip in years.
0: I love that we're talking about children and immediately begin talking about food, which is more interesting. Definitely. But no, we can get back to the kids. Okay. I just want to stay on topic, you know.
1: Yeah. So Amanda really uh, struggled at first until she got drunk with the way kids are. That sentence is complete in and of
0: itself about pretty much everyday experience, activity. Amanda was really struggling. Then she became intoxicated and all was well.
1: Or she started a fight.
0: That's more often what happens. Amanda became intoxicated, started a fight, cried, and then went
1: to bed. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. The huge. So many memories. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, so you, I was describing when, so after the kids were finally in bed last night, Sarah, Jimmy, and I got in the hot tub to like debrief. Yeah. And like decompress. Yes. And I had, after the party was over, I had like worked for several hours and I'm like, you know, having a bunch of anxiety about my job. Like, just this one client, just it's not not worth explaining, but you know, working sucks per always.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Um, and so it was like finally our relaxation station and I was describing I was like Amanda had such a hard time at first. I was like sh- I was like there were like three phases. Uh-oh. Phase 1 was her fear and like concern and for the first 45 minutes or maybe more that kids were here. She was so worried that they weren't being safe enough and that someone was going to get hurt. And she kept yelling at kids, telling them to stop doing stuff and freaking out and like worrying about like every possible thing. And I kept being like, Amanda, have a drink. Amanda, have a drink here. Champagne drink. You have to chill out like it's fine. This is just how kids are. They're awful. They're terrible. And there's so many adults here. Everything is fine.
0: Yeah. None of the adults seem interested in policing their bratty kids. Like they were running amok, amok, I tell
1: you. And then I was like, and then, and then she started drinking and learning that this was just kind of a hopeless situation. Like every other situation in life. Oh, so hopeless. And I was like, she, she hit phase two, which was just like this, like discord and wonderment of like, Oh, just all kids are like this. There are 30 children here and they're all like incapable of being normal.
0: Yeah, I'd say that, but it also ranged. Like, I saw some kids where I was like, I think you're psychopathic. Like, you seem hellbent on, like, hurting someone else, and you will do whatever it takes to hurt another person. It was very, you know, serial killery.
1: I know, but I think a lot of it is sensory. Like, when you're four years old and you, like, have something, you just want to, like, keep pushing it against other things to see how far it'll push. And it's if like that's the,
0: like a stick, then you just keep pushing it against another person's it's body. Until it's another person's, on it.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like so like, what does this do? What does this do? What does this do? What does this do? You know? I just feel like
0: I don't know. As always, it just turns into like, well, I never, you know. <laughs>
1: well, and then I was like and then she hit phase three.
0: Uh oh. Which was I don't
1: think I could ever have kids.
0: I mean I always knew that, you know. <laughs> but it's just like I so rarely am around like a lot of children at once. Usually I'm around like a it couple a kids lot. where like the adults Yeah, it was thirty pre- it
1: was thirty kids like seven years old and under. It who was a, were it was a lot of kids
0: running. All of them just running. Well they running. were
1: yeah, they'd be eating sugar all day and playing at a bounce house, so Yeah.
0: Recipe for disaster.
1: Right. But yeah, you were like no, 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 no.
0: Well, certainly not with that level of inattention to what was happening. I would certainly never have a child, no. But I get that I think you have to be on alert all the time, which is very tiring, which is why they all look sad. All the parents were <laughs> like, I'm sad. I was like, yeah, I'd be sad too. That kid's a brat. Jeez.
1: Well, and, like you like this is like an ideal situation for a parent because like the kids are fairly entertained, right? They're not requiring much of the parents. And yet, the parents still can't have like a 10 inter- 10 minute uninterrupted conversation with another adult because they have to like intervene and be like, "Stop biting your sister," or they have to be like, "No, you can't have a fifth cupcake or whatever." Despite that was this was really being my an favorite ideal when like
0: the cupcakes came out like we brought the cupcakes out for for party time, whatever, and at the right moment during the afternoon, and immediately a little sticky fingered child grabbed one and like shoved it into his mouth and was like eating it as fast as possible, and I was like, no one else has seen him do this, which is pretty great, pretty <laughs> he, great number which one. He knows. He knows. He. I don't know. I don't feel like he was trying to hide anything. He was just like, oh, here's the cupcakes. Time to have one. And I was like, I get it. That's what I did. I saw them, and I also put one in my mouth. Oh, yeah, so. no.
1: We we were like, no, we'll be in charge of the cupcakes. We'll just let us know when you want them to bring us out. And Then we sat inside next to the cupcakes for two hours eating them until it was time to sing happy birthday.
0: And there was barely any left for the children is essentially the story. Um we're
1: saving them. I know. From, <laughs> Taking them care
0: themselves. of them. So yeah this kid's like eating happily eating a cupcake which he didn't i don't think he did with any shyness or just was just like eating his cupcake right he's like mine and even though so we then, hadn't
1: said yet there was no cupcake no, distribution
0: no one else is eating cupcakes we're trying to get everyone there like he just is quietly going unnoticed with his little crime perfect i love that um and so his mom finally sort of notices that he's there in the proximity She, and he's already finished the cupcake at this point and so he's like i think reaching for an for his second she thinks this is first and she's like no 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 we're not having cupcakes right now like we're gonna wait and sing and he's like looks at her sort of dazed like eh, i guess there's <laughs> rules who knew and i go by the way i'm not saying this to judge him but that's his sec that would be his second i'm one. saying Isn't... this out
1: of respect fyi know, it's like... his second
0: I was like, I'm just letting you know, so you have the information, which in retrospect sounds like a very drunk thing to say. I'm not judging him. You need this information. That's that child's second cupcake. And she was like, oh my gosh.
1: Ah." And then she was like, he's that one in our family. You know, the one. (laughs) And we were like, oh yeah, no, we've seen him like turn every toy into a whistle for the last six hours. So yeah, we, we, we caught on.
0: I think I got it. But yeah, that was pretty special <laughs> because
1: I love that she thought she was like
0: being like, oh, nope, let's be wise here. And he was like, I already had one. <laughs> like I can wait. I'll wait for my second.
1: Sarah told me that Jacob ate a cupcake and a half during the baking process covertly. But like he does have a conscience, so he knows that it's bad. So then when they were like, Jacob, he tried to lie, but he like can't he's like can't think of lies. He's not a good liar.
0: So then this is what... I think none of them are super good at lying, which is good for them, but it's just funny. (laughs) Like, it's funny to watch them try to sort of, like, reason through how to do it, and it's like, nope, not working.
1: Sometimes Jacob will blame his little sister, so it'll be like, Jacob, did you eat this cupcake? And there's, like, frosting all over his face, and
0: he'll be like, no, no, Amelia did it. it. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty great, because I watched uh, him come up with this other kid, and the other kid was like, Jacob hit me, or, you know, smacked me, or something, and... Jacob's mom was like, Jacob, did you hit him? And he's like, it was an accident so mechanically and so rotely that I just like died laughing because I was like, oh, and I literally just said out loud. I was like, oh, you figured out like what to say to not get in trouble. Like, good job. Like everything can just be an accident no matter how hard you hit someone. And so she, she had to say to the other kid, she's like, was it an accident? The other kid was like, I don't think so. <laughs> like his face was like, uh, I don't recall that. And he was like, no. Jacob's like, no, it was an accident. <laughs> so-
1: <laughs> one time, one time, so Amelia, the baby, like broke, like got into the pantry and climbed up the shelves and got the Halloween candy down and brought it back down, and then all three kids were eating it. Uh huh. Like a and, champion. And uh, I watched. A liberator of the I- people. W- <laughs> yeah, no, she totally is because she has no conscience. She's like, oh. Like, when, when rules are informed to that. her, she's I'll like, do. she's not like, oh, I see, rules are for a reason. She's like, all right, it's weird that you people have these, like, constructs. She's like, sure, do whatever
0: you want. Yeah, live under whatever kind of regime you choose to. I will be operating again under my <laughs> own moral rule, as per the usual. Right. Thank you.
1: So, I walk into the room and discover, like, candy everywhere, and all three kids, yes. like, Old happily, happily working and... through it. It had been, like, five yeah. minutes, so they hadn't made it far into it, but... I said, "What happened here?" Just curious. (laughs) And and Ellie
0: feel like. uh, And Ellie
1: says, Amelia climbed up into the pantry and got the Halloween candy, and then we accidentally ate it. (laughs) Oh, I love that! I accidentally ate it. And I was like, "Did it? Did it accidentally fall into your
0: mouth? Like, oh, it, it unwrapped itself and jumped down your down your mouth? I get it. Yeah." Like I know. Halloween candy tends to do. I get like, it.
1: sadly, because she was so consumed with guilt and shame, she couldn't really like jump on board with my like fantasy joke, which was like, "Yeah, let's talk about all the ways you could have accidentally eaten candy because that's hilarious." Hmm. Um. But yeah, I think kids are awesome. I don't love a party of like five billion of them. No, I, I kept thinking
0: like I'm sure some of you are um, fine on your own as people, but. Most of you seem like lumpy little nothings right now. I'm not interested. There was
1: a lot of them. A lot, a lot. But yes, they tended to be like, they seem to be
0: hell bent on bringing out the worst in each other slash themselves. So
1: Indeed. Indeed. Well, and, I mean, even today the kids are still, like, so hungover from the party and the sugar and the presents. Well, it's a lot to, like, see all those people.
0: To, like, that's that. I feel like your little life is so, doesn't have a lot going on usually right. when you're Right. Well, Florida. and, like, and the so whole week like leading to up happen, to it,
1: they were like, is today the party? Is today the party? Even though they have a calendar with, like, countdown right. numbers. And so every time Sarah would be like, what does the calendar say? <laughs>
0: That feels like a Dora the Explorer like language teaching moment.
1: Like, look at calendar. Well, yeah, it basically, it's like, okay, does the calendar say it's the day of the party, or does it say it's three days until the party? Oh, <laughs> like twice a day, twice a day. And they, they're not; these kids aren't like dumb or out of touch with reality. So, like, every time they realized that their excitement had like overcome their sense of reason, they were like, oh.
0: Well, that was so funny because I felt like that something similar happened where Eliana was like, what's your name? And I wanted to be like, we've met many, many times. And I was like, well, what do you think my name is? And she guessed Needy, which I said, well, that's just what every boy I've ever dated calls me, So, <laughs> which she didn't laugh at. I don't know why a six-year-old didn't think that was funny. Um, and then she guessed my name was... It's said, okay. it with an-
1: she asked me why I wasn't married yet. And I was like, well, it's complicated, but I haven't found the right person. And she was like why not? And then I tried to make a joke and she didn't get it. She was just like, she's like mystified. She's like, what are you going to have kids? And I was like, that's really complicated. This rate
0: probably never. Right. Thanks I'm for like, playing. Let me
1: explain to you something about women's bodies. It's really sad and depressing. Do you want to get depressed? You're sick. Seems like a great time to teach you about how life is meaningless.
0: Um. So I am 12 years older than my youngest sister, uh, Lizzie. And, So when we were growing up, kind of the big thing for someone who was a young girl is to be a flower girl in a wedding and our sister Laura got to be a flower girl in a wedding. So Lizzie became obsessed with this idea that she needed to be a flower girl before a certain age. And she kept like trying to find someone to be a flower girl for essentially. Oh,
1: that's adorable. It's.
0: And so, um, I went away to college and she was, you know, or I was like gone a lot or something like that. And, uh, when I, yeah, when I went away to college, I think she was still like eight maybe. And my mom would be talking to me on the phone when I was there and she'd ask to talk to me and she'd be like, Amanda, Amanda, um, can I be a flower girl in your wedding? And I'd be like, no, nobody, I'm not getting married. And that was pretty much the only thing she would talk to me about for a couple of years when I was in college or if I came home, she'd be like, do you think that you're going to get married anytime soon? Like, do you, And do you think I could be a flower girl in that wedding? And I'm like, again, no, but... I appreciate this extra added pressure to the
1: situation. You should have just said yes. Someday when I get married, you can be a flower girl.
0: Well, she's like 19 now and still not married me. I'm not married, so I don't know that I can promise her that anymore.
1: I like the conversation with Ellie. She's like not so easy to disfuse. So like when we were talking about like why and she hasn't brought it up since, which I appreciate because it makes me feel sad, but like not because she's like. Not because I care what she thinks, but because I'm like, yeah, let's all talk about how. Because she was like, you should have kids. It'd be so fun if you had kids. We could play with them and maybe we you could live here with your kids and we could all hang out. And I'm like,
0: that is sad. That yeah, would be fun. Uh huh. I'm Sally. like,
1: instead of. Yeah, I, I
0: wish. I wish that I would have children that were all the same age as my friend's children so that I could have the experience of raising children with my friends. Yeah, I think about that a lot, child. Thank you.
1: (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I love kids. That's why I'm here with you. Like, do you realize that? I'm here with you because I love spending time with you. I'm glad we're both on the same page that I would be a great mom, Ellie. Unfortunately, (laughs) science. Not everyone agrees with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't get anyone else to agree about this.
1: Oh, i like I just, oh, yeah back to I, point. Like, yes. I thought it
0: was so funny that I, I was like okay well my name starts with a do you know do you remember what my name is now and she said av and i was like no nah, no i don't think so so then we started talking about something else i don't remember what and you came in a little bit later and uh i said oh ellie doesn't remember what my name is do you you know and you said her name's amanda i whispered and it, it took her, like
1: it was a secret yeah. like she wouldn't and, realize so that so like amanda she, she wouldn't see Amanda see me tell so she could pretend she knew it okay Um, I didn't realize that's what was going on and
0: so then she was like oh and like remembered that we did in fact know each other but I thought that was it was just such a funny thing to watch that like process of her little wheels turning in her head trying to remember like who I could possibly be Right,
1: especially since you got there before me because I was like I don't know getting balloons or something I was doing a Wedi- I would not to call it a wedding chore, but I guess it was a party chore, though they're all the same. <laughs> they're all chores of love. I love a good crafting chore. Like, I don't even mean that as a complaint.
0: No, I uh, had a great time making uh, party favors for the kids. That was fun.
1: People were blown away by the party favors.
0: That's Okay. <laughs> If you're gonna praise me, praise me for something real is right. how I feel about that. I was that. like
1: I photo pr- I, did, I was something like I designed it in, Right. I was like I designed that in Canva in about ten minutes and uh-huh. photo printed it at Target. Like I designed it in ten minutes, uploaded it to the Target website. They sent me an email a half hour later saying it was ready to pick up. I drove to Target, picked that up and you know, fifty dollars worth of other things I didn't need. Including, and then including like... this cute twine and then tied it to the bag of candy.
0: Yes. So, which by the about... way was
1: store bought. Like the goodie bag was cookie, like little circus animal cookies I got at Costco in individual mm-hmm. bags already. And then we just tied the tag to it that said, Thanks for the wild time.
0: Which I thought was very cute and it made me think of some Etsy jokes that we have about wild one
1: birthdays. Oh yeah, that's true. Hang on, I gotta go. Um, plug in my computer, or s- I gotta go fix my power problem because my computer's gonna die. I'll be r- I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Jacob, the four year old, had unplugged my power. <laughs> so yeah, another thing about kids that I that we talked about yesterday. During the party is when we got there early and we were setting up and you i was in my truck and you were like on the street and i was talking to you through my car window and then you started walking away so i rolled down the window on the other side and kept talking to you Mm -hmm. and you were like what is this mom yelling through every window system and i was like is this not how we communicate (laughs) Accurate, yes. And that's why I'm like, this is what, like, kids is, Kids is like, the only skill set I have, I feel like. hmm Sit down and listen to what I have to say.
0: That could be considered part of a skill set, yes.
1: Ellie yelled at me this morning, and I was like, I didn't yell back. I was like, do not yell at me. You have hurt my feelings. I would like to be alone now. And she went off. She came back, like, an hour later and was like, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Oh And I said, thank you. Were you feeling frustrated about something that had nothing to do with me? Her dress, w- her dress was broken.
0: Oh. Uh, and
1: she said, yeah. And I said, I'm sorry that you felt frustrated about your dress.
0: I wish people would talk to me this way when I'm being horrible. <laughs> but I kind of don't deserve it at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, a big...
0: I'm not six, so... <laughs> I shouldn't be yelling t- at people. T- if you're being horrible breath. to
1: me, I tell you that. I say I don't want to talk to you right now. That's true. I, t- or I'll say you're hurting my feelings. We can talk about this later. Because that's that's another thing. And I learned about this when I was in uh, couples therapy. A fun skill for everyone to
0: have. Yes, I would love to go to couples therapy by myself We're- and just have regular therapy.
1: No, it's it's yeah. No, it's. For a while there, I was going to couples therapy once a week and regular therapy once a week. And I was like, what a great, like, school of life workshop. Uh,
0: It's like my friends in San Francisco that go to therapy, like, or analysis. They're in analysis. So, like, every single day, basically, they go four four to five times a week. And I'm just like, Can you imagine an hour of your day spent, like, processing your life with someone who knows everything there is to know?
1: Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I go twice a week. And it's like, and sometimes, like, depending on my travel schedule or my therapist schedule, or whatever, sometimes it'll only be once a week, or it'll be, like, we'll take a week off, which is always a good experience, just, like, for perspective, but when it comes back, it's, like, I don't even know where to begin, because you, like, are used to, like, quote, saving stuff for therapy, and that actually happens a lot with couples therapy, because the bonus of couples therapy is when you have a conflict in your marriage or relationship, you, like, are constantly festering on it, but if you know you have this, like, place with a third party who isn't gonna like be emotionally involved or pick sides. You're like, oh I can just be happy and save my rage for the one hour a week where we deal with shit in a safer space than the selfish world we live in. Hmm. Hmm. Huge proponent of the couple's therapy. No matter how good or bad your relationship is. Um... Anyway, yeah, I learned, when I was in couples therapy, I learned about getting, being flooded. Which is a physical response your body has when you're under duress. Um, And so it'll happen a lot when you're in a fight or you feel really hurt by someone. And you basically, like, you have this, like, psychophysical response that clouds your view. Like, it's basically like it's like a car going underwater where all of a sudden the car is filling up with water and the car is getting flooded and that happens to your brain. And so like when that's happening, then all you want to like, it depends on who you are. Some people just want to yell or push back and other people want to just like shut down. But But anyway, you like basically recognize that's happening and you say like, Oh, well two people can't have a conversation when either, either or both of them are flooded so we just have to like recognize that's going on and talk about it later which is like I saw Ellie getting flooded about her dumb dress she yelled at me she pointed at me really hardcore like her finger almost touched my face which is a physical aggression and I was like nope I didn't say yep. you're flooded but I said do not <laughs> yell at me I set a boundary do not yell way, at me you, you have ha- flooded you
0: something you say in a cult you're flooded right now and your judgment is lacking.
1: <laughs> well, you know, psychology is a cult. hmm.
0: Um, Just to use one.
1: But yeah, she was flooded and I was like, nope. 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 No, thank you. No, thank you. I said, I would, you know, I would like to be alone.
0: Wouldn't we all forever?
1: <laughs> and then she totally, on her own accord, apologized later. Because, she, because I spoke to her in a normal tone and didn't react on the same emotional level or, like, engage in, like, her, like, I didn't take her feeling on as my own or anything like that. I just said. Not okay. Don't yell at me. That is a boundary I am setting. You are not allowed to yell at me. And thankfully, because she's not my kid, I don't have to worry about all the baggage of, like mommy's you- not
0: listening to me mommy's sending me away exactly I don't know.
1: yeah like that stuff like that makes parenting a lot harder which is why i'm not like super eager to parent i'm like oh a dream deferred slash canceled i guess um <laughs> <laughs> because it does get a lot harder when yeah when you have to worry about like where you basically don't get to have a personhood because you have to make sure that person feels free to be who they are that
0: sounds like a nightmare it's pretty hard Sarah's really good at it yeah she came in and I was like by myself doing the favors and she's like oh you lost your audience you will have to let me know how you do that sometime (laughs) I was like well like I guess you can accidentally hurt their feelings without meaning to and then they run off and then you don't have to worry about it anymore (laughs) she was like oh not really an option for me but sounds fun (laughs) yeah
1: Ellie got put in a timeout. Like, seriously, she has been so, all three kids just like so hungover from having a party. Just like so on edge. Where like usually, so like Amelia, who's two, will like steal a bite of cereal from one of her older siblings, which in a normal world, they'd be like, Amelia, don't do that, and then tattle on her. Well, this morning, it happened twice, once to each kid, and they just started sobbing. (laughs) Like a person, like an attack had been made on their personhood. And you're just like... Sometimes things you're like, like that feel ever- like that, though. I know, and you're just like, man, everyone just needs, like, a good, like, nap slash alone time. Like, just... Yeah, just some good crying to make this So yeah, stop. this morning she got in a, she got put in a time... Or she got asked to go to a timeout, at which point she realized she was being insane because she was doing the dishes as part of her chores from party cleanup. And she did like four dishes and then gave a speech about her how her arms were really sore. Her muscles couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> um, and then she was like playing with a toy. That's such a, that's such a solid excuse. My muscles can't do it anymore. She So then she was playing with a toy that's like using the same muscles and I was like honey like be careful like I know you're supposed to be resting right because she was just taking a break to rest her muscles and then she started going into this long long skit about the different ways she has to move her muscles with the toy versus doing the dishes that was all straight up lies (laughs) Yeah. at which point Sarah stepped in because she was like my child will not lie like this this is not permitted anymore and was like Was like, you either need to sit down and not do anything with your arms so you can rest them, or you need to do the dishes. And then Ellie started crying because logic had been used against her, her least favorite thing in the whole world.
0: The greatest foe of all. Yeah, crying
1: with like this, like, wine that kind of makes you want to, like, I don't know, pull your own eyes out. Like, it's just like, or your ears or whatever. You just, you're just like, ugh. So she started making the wine. And Sarah was like, you know what? Your reaction here suggest that you need a break so why don't you get a, get a timeout? and then Ellie was like I'm sorry I'll do the dishes and I was like thank god someone should someone should I was gonna say
0: <laughs> um do you want to do joke life moments
1: I do I do want to do a joke life moments Um, I got you know, a good what? one this hit I got me. a good one this week
0: hit me so um, this past week was really hard for me to get up every day. I was super, super tired. I'm not really sure why because I tried to go to bed pretty early. I didn't see anyone at night. Like I didn't go do stuff. I just went home and had a boring life as usual. Did a lot of Etsy, a lot of work. Um, and so one of the mornings on the train, I got up at like 6.20 or something and started it for the train at 6.30, which is really too late for me to get there when I like to get to work, which would be an hour and a half later um and so i sat down on the train and i was messing with my backpack i was trying to put some headphones into my backpack or get them out one of the two and
1: um a total train chore if ever there was
0: oh lord the only train chore there is other than like avoiding eye contact assiduously
1: um usually i don't have a problem on the train but like the only time i've ever been like seriously hit on is like on the train yeah, where, you're where it like, just doesn't
0: stop, and you're like, "I'm pressed against a window. Please leave me alone. I will act out."
1: I like had a boyfriend at the time, and I was like, "I have a boyfriend," and the mm-hmm. guy was like, "I know, but I just well, that feel like we could be good train that friends." Doesn't stop anyone. Yeah, that doesn't stop anyone. People are crazy, and I couldn't tell my boyfriend because he would have like burned, turned down it and, into your fault, burned down yeah. the train station. Um, he would have been like, "I'll personally drive you to work." Can't have other men.
0: It's so funny because, like, Meredith and I joke about this where Meredith will, like, casually mention she's like, oh, someone, you know, hit on me or whatever. It was pretty, co- like, silly or something like that. And Jace will be like, oh, yeah, real fancy, huh? Like, something like that or, like, cool story.
1: I know. Everyone else I know who's in a relationship, like, no one cares if they get hit on. And, like, somehow oh. I was in a relationship with someone who didn't want to be in a relationship with me and yet was so Karen, jealous. Yes. Right, like those two things in your head can exist at the same time. Also, have I ever have I ever like ever had any sort of wandering eye of any kind? No. I am like the least likely to be distracted by someone hitting on me.
0: Usually the pickings are so good too on the train. I mean hard not to be distracted. Is it the toothless meth addict today, or what awaits me, I wonder? Or the person who Uh, won't
1: really say what their job is.
0: Or the uh, schizophrenic who won't stop screaming and hitting his head and, you know, coming towards me. I just don't know. What am I in the mood for today? (laughs) Uh, So anyway, so I'm trying to get my headphones out of or into my backpack. I can't remember which one. And my hand is kind of like balled up like a fist, and I'm pulling on on the, the zipper of the backpack, and I lose my grip on it. And my hand flies up into my face yeah. and hits my nose uh-huh. my nose and my mouth really hard. Yeah, and I like and I like yelp. I like Ooh! I just punch Ooh! I just yeah that I sort went, of noise I went, I went, oh like I made a horrible noise and <laughs> yeah. like eight people on the train turn and look at me because we're sitting in a station. we haven't gone anywhere. It's perfectly quiet and like no reacts- one is and doing you're reacting anything. to violence. And you're reacting to some violence. Little did they know the aggressor was myself. So I'm sure they were like, great. Well, is this you the know, they're used the to schizophrenic. the schizophrenics.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Glad we got to the um, same joke. And
0: uh, so I was like cradling my nose and face being like, I just like I punched myself. And everyone's like, OK, she's being weird. Um, But it hurt so bad and it hurt like all the way to work basically because of how hard. I don't know why I was like, I'm going to get this zipper open, you know, like my only goal in life. And then did it hard enough to smack myself in the face. It's important to
1: have goals, that's why.
0: So I told someone at work and they said, sounds like a joke life moment if ever I heard one. And then you knew that they
1: did listen to our podcast.
0: (laughs) And then I was like, mental note, be careful what you say.
1: That's always true. You should never forget that our podcast is public.
0: Oh, I forget all the time. I almost always want to tell you stuff that I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned that. Oh, well.
1: Um, Hang on. What's... I need to think of one. You had that whole boring story to think of one, though. I was listening like a good listener. I've been to couples therapy. I'm a great listener. Yep. And when I'm not listening, I say so. I say, I'm sorry, I was distracted. Could you please repeat that? Instead of just pretending. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember. It's like every day blurred into the neck. This is just sad. But... So, okay, so in my trailer, I don't have a refrigerator. I have what's called an ice box, which is like a cooler. So there's like shelves, like a fridge and then a shelf for the ice. And so I put bags of ice in there and I always keep it stocked with ice. And then that keeps it cool like a refrigerator. It's great because it's very off grid. I mean, I'd like to someday not have to deal with ice life, but it works for me. And that's the price you pay when you have a vintage trailer. Um, However, I haven't been living in my trailer um, for like several weeks since I got back from Texas um, because I've been doing like different jobs around here. I've been staying with Sarah and Jimmy, blah, 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 blah. There's no need for me to like keep stocking it with ice. But I have like seven jars of sauce. And we all Mm -hmm. know like I'm a sauce boss. Sauce is all I care about. So I put my sauces in a canvas bag and put it in the fridge at Sarah and Jimmy's. And then this week I left to go do a dog sitting job and for some reason thought I should bring my sauces with me mm-hmm. because I'll need to like get groceries and stuff. Well, then I left my whole bag of sauces, of course, in the fridge at the place where I was dog sitting like an hour and a half away.
0: That's so sad because sauces are so hard to replace and mass, you know, like one or two at a time you can always
1: replace it just feels expensive it is
0: you're like oh $40 on sauce great
1: right and it's just like I felt I'd reached this point and maybe this is the joke life moment because I had reached a point in my (laughs) sauce collection where I was like like I'm not even kidding I had had the thought when I was was packing up my sauces to bring into the house to put in a fridge I had this thought like wow I really like I really got like I have this tiny fridge I've stocked up I've got like I've got the Asian dipping sauce I've got like two kinds of salad dressing I've got ketchup I've got mayonnaise I've got jelly you know like I've got like the like I've got the exact amount of sauces I need for my tiny little fridge and my like tiny little diet like I have reached the sauce so, pinnacle and you know what I flew too close to the sun
0: Uh, you left the lid off one too many sauce jars if you will yeah I think I think that says my life is a joke more clearly <laughs> than maybe any, any other moment we've had on the podcast to date I feel pretty confident saying that <laughs> I felt I'd reached a point in my sauce collection where I had every <laughs> sauce I needed just close at hand. And my life is an actual joke with punchlines included. <laughs> yes.
1: I couldn't, I was going to make a punchline sound Speechless, effect, but yep. I was you like big on the sound effects.
0: The full live action. Foley oh, I'm such here.
1: a foley artist. I was going to make a cha-ching, but that's not a, um, is it like, but, um, sh- what's the punchline sound effect? Is it Bazinga?
0: No, it is not Bazinga.
1: I don't know how the world works.
0: I I can tell, Sauce Queen, Sauce Boss on the move.
1: Sauce Boss on the move. So yeah, those are <laughs> our joke-like moments for the day, for the for the week. joke life moments. If you have are when you are a joke, and your life you're a joke, suit. your life's
0: a joke. Something's dumb happens to you, and you're just like, oh,
1: my life is a joke. Cool, got it. Let me check to see if we got any new reviews on iTunes, so we can properly shame everyone who well, didn't. Well, when like- we get when we get to twenty reviews, I'm doing a surprise. Surprise. Let's see reviews. no new reviews yet so uh get to work (gasps) listeners get to work oh guess what this is episode 30 of the two girls talking podcast Uh it's our golden golden episode i didn't even know it's our podcast as old as as old as you are you 30 yeah
0: i'm 30 for a little while
1: well so is our podcast (laughs) (laughs) our podcast will will quickly eclipse both of us in age
0: well, that's something, at least. Something to look forward to.
1: Something to look forward to. Oh, um, I, I feel, feel like I told us. a story earlier, but I never finished it, which was that I was bragging in this Facebook group. And anyway, someone commented. and So I was like, yeah, I have this client. It's great because it's going to like pay my expenses for a couple months so I can continue to spend most of my time building my business, which doesn't pay me because that's how business works, everyone, just okay. so you know. Just so you all know. Um, and... And they were like, "Oh, what's your business?" Which is like kind of missing the point because I was basically posting this to be like, because everyone who's an entrepreneur, like all, t- like everyone talks about these like big, like lofty dreams about being like super, really rich. And I'm like, right. just focus on like getting your pills paid and having a life you don't hate. You should post that article
0: in there that I sent you this morning. I think I didn't would really read like it. it
1: because it was too early in the morning. So I told you you had to tell me what was in it. And you some said some good ideas. You said, about LOL, selling services. OK, and then didn't tell me. <laughs> I was busy
0: writing and reading Medium <sighs> articles about how to be an entrepreneur. So, you know.
1: <laughs> right. So my point was like, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You can just like do like little projects here and there for various people, which aren't hard to find. Just go to Upwork.com, you know, et cetera. And someone commented. Yeah, that's kind of what this guy was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and someone commented and was like, what's your business? And I posted my link to. I posted the link to our Etsy store, and I was like, "We're also developing. Like, we're expanding our product line rapidly, as well as like we have a podcast, and we're working on some other projects." Um, and they were like, "What's your podcast?" And I was like, "Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, it's, nothing. I was don't like, don't come over
0: here. Everything's fine,
1: <laughs> right? I was like, it's two girls talking. It's a comedy slash memoir podcast." not a business podcast like i didn't want anyone and to think they were going to get some sort of not like interesting <laughs> i mean i think i think it has its audience but i think a lot of times because i'm an entrepreneur people think like oh her podcast must about be must be about being an entrepreneur and i'm like well no, if being an entrepreneur
0: is being a money. sauce boss <laughs> Sorry, You'll get a lot of saucy tips in here. Literally just tips about sauce. Storage, stop sauce like maintenance, keeping lids on tight. New sauces, sauce development. Kind of like a different sauce every week. Yeah, Losing sauces, the pain of losing sauces. Two girls talking sauce.
1: It is two girls okay. talking sauce. Uh, anyway, uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes we would love it if you would do that just because we would it makes us it would feel help good it other people
0: find us oh yeah and also it helps other people find our awesome podcast awesome sauce podcast um, we also have a website Club, which is much like a party in that you can type your feelings into a box and hit enter and then
1: wait a while and see what happens funnest yeah, party can. ever <laughs> the best party okay mm-hmm. that's all for this week I suppose Bye. Bye.